And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? I hope you're having an awesome day. Hey, if you can hear a little bit of humdrum in the background, that is a an air conditioning unit. Uh, if you've been if you've been following uh, for the past couple weeks, we've had a, a pretty strong heat wave here in Southern California. And um, if you uh, have also been following, you know that our house doesn't have air conditioning. Why? I still don't know. It's a nice house. It is not necessarily a cheap house. But yet, didn't have, doesn't have air conditioning. I don't know. They don't build them. I guess. I guess some at some point in time, that this house was like built in maybe the seventies or the eighties, I think, and then it got remodeled a few years ago. And like the whole thing, it's you know, it's beautiful. Um, I we're really really grateful to be living here. Um, but I guess they didn't back then. They didn't put AC in the houses that are in a coastal town like this. And when the guy remodeled it, he still didn't put it in. I don't know why. So anyway, uh, it very rarely do you ever need it. You know, it doesn't really ever cross 80 degrees, and it's a very dry heat. So uh, in the shade, it's it's very comfortable. Um, I've never really been too hot out here, uh, and I have a very <laughs> low tolerance for heat. And um, but the past couple of weeks, it's been very very hot. So anyway, um, uh, our neighbors who have lived in the house next door for like 20 something years are the most kind people in the world. And literally on Friday, they called us and they said, hey, um, we're bringing it over an air conditioning unit because they know that Ashley's pregnant and stuff. And and we're like, uh, okay, like like taken back by their generosity, right? It's like, holy crap. Um, okay, oh, wow, okay. Uh, so, okay, so we go down like a few hours later and sure enough, they, you know, they, they had purchased it years ago before they installed uh, central AC in their house. And... Um, this is like one of those in in kind of room units, which we're kind of used to, honestly, from like traveling through uh, Asia and stuff, uh, because that's really what they have in there. But they're usually mounted on the wall, um, and so we're we're totally used to them. Um, and so, so we're like, well, all right, then, I, I mean, okay. So we're like, to- again, totally taken back. But um, it is in my office right now, so uh, I'm sitting here with it right now, and it's like, it's like. Wow, this is really comfortable. In fact, I literally had to turn it down because I got cold, <laughs> which is awesome. So that's what that noise is in the, in the background, if you can hear it. Um, if not, then just know that for right now, I'm very comfy. But what will probably happen is so Ashley's like, quote unquote, 
guest date, you might call it a due date for her baby, um, is actually tomorrow. So um, that means that he could come literally any moment. And if it's still hot like this, when he comes, like, I'm not going to be using an air conditioning unit into the, in the bed in, or in my office. Most likely Ashley will be, you know, take, you know, she'll be like nursing the babies, recovering all these things. And, um, she'll probably want to do that in the bedroom. And so downstairs we have these really cool like doors all across the bottom level. So the, the, the airflow is really nice down there. Um, so she's down there right now. Um, but upstairs, like in the nursery and, and our bedroom, um, there's decent airflow, but like, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna not use the air conditioning unit in that, in that sense. So, um, so we'll see what happens. I might have to escape to the office for some relief if, if she's like recovering in the bedroom and, you know, with the baby and stuff and AC unit. So who knows what I'll happen in the next few days. But, um, anyway, what I wanted to share with you real briefly is, um, the opposite of what I was initially taught in network marketing. And this is not necessarily a thing to do all the time, but this is what I'm doing right now. And I'm going to share that with you. And that is doing the minimums. And so when I, in my first five, six, seven years in network marketing, the main thing that was always talked about is how much can you do, right? Do the maximums. And that never really made sense to me, although I just accepted it. Um, Because I was like, well, to be effective, you should do the minimum viable action to get the maximum result, right? And I, I believe that is true. However, I do see there was a lot of value in me doing the quote unquote maximums because I put in so much effort that I, I did actually get good at, at a few of the skills that you need to get good at in network marketing. Um, whereas I see a lot of people like even in our team, like they don't get good that fast because they don't do enough. You know, they just, they need to do more. So I think you have to go through a time when you, you are doing maximum effort. Um, and even if you're not getting results because you're, you're honing a skill and you hone it faster by doing a lot. Well, over time, once you get good, you, if you keep doing maximum effort, you, you, a lot of times you dilute your brain into thinking what is maximum impact. And so a lot of the things I think about now, at least in this business, right, is maximum impact. Like, how do I get most of my impact in with the least amount of effort? And it doesn't mean I necessarily put in less quantity time. It just means I try to identify these things. So the time that I put in is the most leverageable stuff. And I would suggest you do the same thing. Um, so like right now, the baby's coming, right? And I don't like, he could literally start coming right this second. And then that means that I've probably got 30 minutes to an hour maximum to wrap up whatever I'm doing. And then I'm, I'm out, right? I'm out for at least 24, 48, 72 hours, like with virtually zero contact. And I have to leave it up to our internal rebels team to to run things and our downline to run their stuff um, without any sort of anything from me and that kind of thing. And that's not a huge deal, um, but it can be a deal like when we just launched something. So we just launched the lead wheel, as I talked about in the last episode. And so that's not just like a set it and forget it type of thing, right? That's a thing that requires someone to run it uh, or someone's people, right? Multiple. And so as we're preparing for this, you know, child to come into the world, obviously, you know, he could have come anytime in the past few weeks. So this has kind of been something I've been doing for a bit here. Um, but like, I don't have time to, I don't have the luxury to go and just like kind of wing it for the day. Not that I really do anyway, but you know, sometimes I do where right? I piss away some time and stuff like that. But that's not something that I can do right now. So I literally spent like an 45 minutes just now figuring out where, do, where are the biggest dominoes 
in our business that I should be focusing on right now that are going to help us today, but also help the future. And also, and I would, I would say more importantly, make sure that our team is served, especially with a, a recent launch, right? So how do I make sure that the, the balls are in motion, that they're going to be taken care of the way that they should be taken care of with the recent launch of the lead wheel? How do I make sure that our business is taken care of and it's, it's producing the revenue that we want it to produce while we're, you know, uh, very limited? And then how, are we making sure that we're set up for two, three, four, five, six months down the road? Because a lot of, most of the time, those, those actions will align, right? And they should align. Um, so what's helping me today will help me later. So um, anyway, I, I just did that for like 30, 40 minutes. And uh, I'll be honest with you, that kind of stuff can be difficult because you just want to get into motion, right? You almost find solitude or not solitude, uh, a funky v- version of salvation in your motion. And I, I see that a lot with, with everyone, the entrepreneurs and regular non-entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs really do it. They find their peace in movement. And a lot of times you can't create peace in your life when you are constantly finding peace in your movement. So um, you need to step back and figure out where are the, where are the places that I thought I put, if I put pressure on those places, it will create maximum results. So in a sense, doing the minimums for the maximum return, right? So anyway, hopefully that all makes sense. Once again, in the beginning of your career, if you are, and I would say if you're not making at least a few thousand per month in your business, I would consider that the beginning of your career, um, regardless of how long that's been, I would be probably focused on the maximums. So you, you're still, doesn't mean you're not identifying what you should be doing. I think you should identify that, but that should take, you know, 30 to 45 minutes one time, <laughs> uh, maybe once a month at most. And that's it, right? 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour, one time a month if you need a rule. And then put in maximum effort into those things until you get good and then reevaluate. Um, so anyway, uh, hopefully that uh, resonated with, with someone. But um, with that being said, I hope you have an amazing day today. Uh, we would love your prayers as, um, as Ashley goes into uh, this birthing time here sometime well, really anytime here so we'd appreciate those those prayers those well wishes and um, as far as uh, business goes if you uh, leave a review and a rating down below that'd be fantastic um, we'd be really really appreciative of that and uh, and uh, that being said I hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk to you on the next episode